0: For a second.
1: (laughs) Welcome. You're now listening to Off the Record Podcast, and we love you so very much for being here. Before we get going, let me pay some bills real quick. Today's show, of course, is powered by crossover media your one-stop shop for sports and culture check out crossover media at www.crossoverpodcast.com we three-fourths today people but we have a champion in the pod game with us of course to replace our fourth but give me a second before i introduce him i'm gonna introduce the team first of course i have with me my guy my brother from another mother kwan bka otr kwan what's up kwan how you
2: feeling today (laughs) Yo, peace, peace, family. I'm doing well. I'm blessed. I'm here, man. Thankful to be here. Another OTR episode, man. Uh, we're going to kick it off. This is going to be a great one. This is going to be a great one, folks. So y'all y'all need to listen in and tune in.
1: It's definitely, definitely going to be a great one. Next up, we had the man, the myth, <laughs> the legend, yeah. Brandon, BKA, OTR Brandon. What's up, Brandon? How you feeling, bro? Chilling, chilling, chilling.
0: Feeling good, feeling great. How are you?
1: That's his kickoff, man. You need a pat. We're gonna patent that for somebody to take that.
0: No, well, that's 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 from big boy from outcast. So oh, that's, that's true, yeah. true.
1: <laughs> you, gotta add, you, gotta, you gotta add your own little spin to that so we can so we can keep that. Let's hope that he doesn't come for us. So hopefully he just let us use that. And as I said before, people, today we have a special guest, a friend of the program, a guy who I call one of my pod brothers, but most importantly. The host of the award-winning No Picks After Dark podcast and co-founder of Charm City Collective Media, which we'll get into a little more later later. Aaron Dante. Welcome, my man. I appreciate you being here. How you feeling, bro? Man, that
3: was that was lovely, man. I appreciate the love, man. Uh, I don't even know what to say now. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I, work, I work, work on my uh, opening act, like, yo, man. But uh, honestly, guys, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you guys this evening. I'm just, I'm just blessed to have, you know, these brothers here to invite me on their show. This has been in the making for like six months on uh, Life Happens, and I'm glad we are able to kick off 21 like this in style. And I hope this is not the last time we do this. Um, I feel like we need to do this a couple times a year. Just just throw it out there. For
1: sure. That'll be the for Sure. Sure.
2: That's great. That's great. For sure. We, we, we thinking the same thing. We thinking the same thing. So it's just great to have you on here, man. It's great just to be able to get a whole broader understanding and us being with the, with the other to come together, man, as, as, as podcasts, like you said, as, as brothers and, and being able to chop it up, man.
3: It's again, it's an honor, man. You I listen to you guys show weekly. I love what you guys are doing out here for the culture um your audience is amazing your fans love you i'll be watching from the sideline cheering on and i just love what you guys are doing seriously and know uh, you know the crossover and you guys are just doing it man and um salute to you guys and and i love that you guys are from maryland so it's even better that's even better yes, for Sure. sir, for sure. Yes,
1: sir. So, for sure. so like aaron said of course this has been a long time coming man and again i agree with you we need to make this happen more than once we way too close especially when this pandemic thing slows down a little bit i definitely plan for us to get together in person for sure to do some things but in the meantime this works and we gonna keep this going because then we got to show love locally man gotta keep the love going locally but let me kick this thing off man real quick i want to start with you schooling our listeners first of all to who you are and telling them a little more about your podcast
3: Wow, that's a, that's a loaded question right there. <laughs> Y'all got enough drink for that right now? Or should I? Got, it, got a little something. Hey, I'm, I'm actually doing dry January, so it's a struggle right now every day. <laughs> Trying to try you know COVID-20 off of me real quick. But um, <laughs> it, again, um, as, the, as the, host, the host, I love these guys. Again, I appreciate coming on. I'm from, from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, was born here. Uh, moved away as a young child all over the U.S. Um, Going to high co- college, I always wanted to go to Georgetown, for a little wrinkle for you guys. I always wanted to go to G-Town, and uh, Georgetown was, was a place for me, you know, with the all-black going socks and just, you know, the Nikes, and that's where I wanted to go, but I ended up going to the rival school, Syracuse Upstate, paying back to Baltimore because I wanted to be closer to my family. Um, that's where, again, my grandmother was here. My grandmother raised me. Um, When I used to leave for the summer, she would I would come back to her and stay at her house all summer, my family had a, a grocery store in Baltimore. It was on um, Park Heights, and uh, we, that's where I was. Where we all worked as a family every summer, and then we learned um, the earning a dollar. We understood, you know, with a quarter, dollar, nickel, you know, cigarettes, you know, El Producto cigars, you know, we smelling selling blunts when I'm younger. But I'm like, I guess I know what this is for. You <laughs> know, playing, I'm playing hoops at Cloverdale late night. If you guys people you know Baltimore well, but um, my podcast, uh, I started. 2018 late, my first my first son was born. I wanted something to do. I wanted something my son to remember me by. Uh, a lot of people have photo albums. I like to do audio. Um, audio, something that's gonna be here forever, and it won't ever leave. You know, and that's something that's no matter how much it changes, audio will be here for. And I wanted my son to have this. Mm-hmm. So on the journey when I started, I was like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. <clears throat> I listened to Joe Rogan before. I listened to a couple of their pods before, and I was like, I really don't care for him. Perfectly honest, they really don't talk to me. Mm. And uh, my friends were like, you should have did the pod two years ago. I mean, we, we have plenty of crazy ass stories. And that's how originally it started. It was going to be crazy college stories of all my friends and how much we had crazy times and lifestyles. And that's where the name No Picks of the Dark podcast comes from. Because if you read, if you look, really, really understand it, No Picks After Dark. Nothing good happens after ni- at night at nighttime. Really. <laughs> you know, nothing pictures? nothing good happens there. You might get caught up, and that's what happened. when my boys got caught up and um Richard was out there. It was floating. So from that point on, we were like, no pics after dark, bro. Like anytime we had a party, we didn't take no photos. And if it was a photo, it was like a group photo, like a big group photo. It wasn't just one of two y'all sitting there. Yeah. Just, you know, it was just a rule of thumb. And we did that party from two thousand three all the way to 2013 every year we do wow. a new Pixar dark party and that was just um just up to something great so that's where the name came from and people always knew when we came to the party we all took one big group photo and everybody showed up and that was it because you wanted to live life and enjoy life and you know you guys know you go somewhere everybody on their cell phone everybody texting everybody you know you're not really enjoying life like you used to right y'all remember i think y'all are the same age as i am Shit, minutes cost back in your cell phone. <laughs> 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 I mean, you texting even cost. So you knew after eight o'clock or nine o'clock, you're like, Yeah, I can call the phone now. <laughs> that's that's how you know that's how I grew up, you know. So, but we really know Pixar Dark. That's how the name came from it. And originally, when I first told people, and my phone blew up, they were like, You ain't gonna tell this story, are you? You ain't gonna tell this story. I'm like, no, I ain't gonna tell nobody. I ain't gonna tell I ain't gonna tell stories. And Um, the first season I started in March, 2019 and it was just all college friends because I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I wish that was somebody like you guys or a group of people out there who could, I could reach out to, I'm just, you know, just reaching out there, trying to figure out how to get there. And I almost quit. Um, in July of 2019, I almost quit because it was just too much. I mean. You know, and I know a lot of white podcasters get—they get the love. They get the love off the jump. They could be talking about I'm getting drunk all damn day, or I'm turning up, or I'm at the bar, or anything dumb, and it just sells. You know, and yeah. as a black podcaster, it was dry, you got to find your own lane out here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, you start looking at Twitter, and people have all these followings. You're like, man, what the hell am I doing wrong out here? And um, the change was. A, a listener hit me up and was like my daughter who was in high school listened to your whole show while i was in the car and when we got to the place she stayed in the car and listened and I was wow. like damn somebody act. that you know it was impactful right then and there yeah. and then the fuel that the fire was like i saw a magazine come out with the best of podcast in Baltimore I was like that's garbage like why 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 are they getting love you know number was i was upset that summer i was real upset because I was like I, I wouldn't. I listened to. It, I was like, "This is terrible." I mean, mm-hmm. what are people's taste out here? But as I go back, it's predominantly a big white institution for podcasting. It is, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard for people to get not like us again in that lane. So you know, you at that point, you're like, "All right, I gotta devise a plan to get in that lane and figure out how I'm going to recreate myself and go from there." Mm-hmm. So that's that's a little bit about the podcast right now. Um, it's two two 18 was the concept. Nineteen, we we started it, mm-hmm. and then. Summer 19, I almost quit. And then I just got rejuvenated and with the the story. And I was on a mission after that. You know, I had people come around me telling me, you got to, you got to push. You got something special, man. Just keep on pushing. And that's what it's about, man. Just having people around you saying, push, push. And one thing that people don't realize that made my podcast so successful is my community I live in. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't realize, a lot of people, like, how do you get some religion? How you, like, because it's something different that I can't even tell you, you know. I have, where I live, there's a collective for just anything by talking about neighborhood needs, neighborhood wants, new things coming to neighborhood. There's over 5,000 people in that. And what happened was I was like, hey, I'm a new podcaster. I jumped on there, threw my name out there. And neighborhood started like, hey, we feel this. We like it. And then at that point, it was turnkey interviewing everybody from the neighborhood. And that's how I built my audience from that My audience. And originally, it wasn't for Baltimore. It was never going to be a Baltimore podcast. But Baltimore, I just I didn't fight it. I just said, you know what? I'm gonna go with the flow. If Baltimore needs it, I'm gonna do it for him. So that's where I'm at right now.
2: Wow. Wow. That's a that's amazing. I want to get a chance for us to kind of go back a little bit. Something okay. you actually said that was very intriguing to me. You say you started locally, you started within the community. Can you kind of go down a little bit and break that a little bit, break that up a little bit more in a sense of how much the local community assisted with you in prospering when it came to your podcast?
3: Oh, no problem. No problem. So we have this thing called the um, Happy Hour, the Hartford Happy Hour. And, you know, I just went out just to talk to people. just want to say, hey, I'm new. You know, I was kind of new to neighborhood, but I hadn't really been out. And I started talking with neighborhood people who've been here forever. Mm -hmm. You start talking to them. You start having that conversation with them. Oh, what do you do? You know, I have my nine to five, but I was like, I do have a podcast. Oh, really? What's that? A lot of people didn't really listen to podcasts. I mean, remember, this is only two years ago. But so really, people really still wasn't, weren't listening to it. And, you know, people just, I got introduced to another person in the neighborhood. I introduced another person in the neighborhood. Then I got put on the happy hour committee for the neighborhood. So I'm going to all these meetings. I'm meeting ha- business owners, and, you know, all these business owners are like, hey, how you doing? I heard you got heard you're the podcast guy. And the word just spread it like wildfire. Mm-hmm. So it was like, cool. Like, my neighborhood is holding me down, which I really, really loved. And they're like, whatever you want to do, We'll do it. And then what really sparked it off was there's a thing called Northeast Baltimore Instagram. Check them out. Check, check them out. Uh, And they do all things Northeast Baltimore, all things Northeast Baltimore. And they asked me, we're doing a happy hour at Full Tilt Brewing Company. We want you to host it and do your show live there. And when I did the show live, man, it was love because the neighborhood came out. They, first, they saw me in action. I'm interviewing the owners of Full Tilt and they're loving it. They're like, this is great. This is what it's all about, and um, that's how the neighborhood just really got behind me and just started hearing about it. And then what I did was start interviewing the business owners because the business owners live in the neighborhood. So I just interviewing them, and they were like, "Oh, you got to talk to this guy, or you got to talk to this guy, or you got to talk this guy." And then people were reposting on Facebook all my stuff all the time, and it was getting like 100 likes here, 100 likes here, 100 likes. And people were like, "We love your show." And what really spooked me out was I was at a coffee shop. So I'm going to put a, a cheap plug. I apologize. <laughs> Zeke's coffee sponsors me. Okay. So I was at Zeke's coffee and I was sitting there with the owner and a couple of people. And this lady comes up to me. is like, I recognize that voice. And I'm, I mean, I'm the only black guy at the table. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, my voice a little bit deeper and they they look and I was like, and I didn't say anything. And the owner was like, well, me, I'm always here. And she's like, no, no, that's not the voice I know. And I just sat there quiet. She's like, You um, you know, say something. I was like, how are you doing? Like, I, <laughs> I listened to your show and I was like, Oh, really? Uh, how are you doing? Like, Oh my, I was at your live show at full tilt. It was so good. My family, my friends, I tell them all about it. And you're like, damn. Okay. Okay. You know, and then another incident when I was on my councilman's town hall, he calls me out and it's like, there's over a hundred people in there. And he's like, Oh, you know, Aaron Dante for no picks." So, I'm getting hit in the chats for Zoom. <laughs> like, I love your show. Keep on. And I'm, I don't even know these people, but the neighborhood has embraced me. So, that's, I hope that answers your question a little bit. They're just, it took time. It doesn't happen overnight. Um, it's just, and I like to tell podcasters, take your time, understand how the game works. You ain't Joe a millionaire. You're not going to make a million dollars off this unless you get picked up. It takes time. It takes time to build an audience. It takes time to people to invest in you. That's investing in you an hour of their lives to listen to you. So, that's where I'm, the community came from
0: amazing gem,
3: amazing gem.
0: yeah you you out here dropping gems man oh, no, no. yeah
3: everybody said here like taking
2: notes and shit, you know, i, I, yeah. I,
0: I, I yeah. definitely i'm definitely taking note and listen to to a, a good amount of, a, of your podcast man you mentioned before wanting to wanting to step away from it at one point but you kept going you got the community behind you all that now you're you're the number one voted podcast in Baltimore by the Baltimore magazine and the Baltimore Sun. What do you think got you got you there? Like what, what is the main thing you think, main reason why you think you you got to
3: number one? Like, how do you think you got to number one? You know, officially I thought it was a joke when first when that first came out. I really did. Um it started at, it honestly, it started at work. Um no, because let me, let me rewind it remember i said early in the conversation i was so upset that some podcast won in 2019 that summer i mm-hmm. thought it was a garbage podcast i really did Yeah. that's when it started that's when mentally i was like i gotta win this I mean, there's no two answers to buzz i'm i am going to be the best in baltimore i'm gonna step my game up i'm gonna get better guests i'm gonna get better uh you know time to think things through Yeah. You know, instead of doing half an hour shows let's make sure it's 45 minutes to an hour let's get better questioning let's get a little bit more thorough um mm-hmm. Take time, study, understand what the, who you're interviewing. Understand what they're all about. Make the make it engaging. I actually had um, went to a couple millennial marketing firms, and I said I had lunches before COVID. Had lunch with them. It's like lunch on me. Look at my Facebook page, not stuff, Instagram page. Tell me what you think. You Know what they told me? It sucked. They're like your page sucks. It's it's boring. It's lame. There's nothing there for me that I want to check. She was like, they both said. We could, you could have the best show in the world, but if your Instagram and Twitter looks like just everybody else's, I'm skipping right past it. And it hurt my pride a little bit, but you learn because you want to learn the just younger audience. What what catches their eyes? You do your homework. People don't do their homework. They think it's me hop on here and do it. There's there's the craft behind you guys know how long this takes. You know how much time you put in. It's a full-time goddamn job here, you know. But I did my homework I said, All right, let me tell me, tell me what you, and, and she said, I don't see you. You are the product. That's why people come and listen to you. I don't see you. I see you are. And that's when it took off because it was like, all right, they need to see more more of me. Not the people in my neighborhood, but people outside my neighborhood. They need to see more of me. And so I started posting more pictures. If you look at my Instagram in the beginning, it was dull, bro. It was like looking at like a blank white wall. It looked the same. And I just was like, all right, let me just invest in that. And shout out to my cousin in um, Arizona. He was like, I'm a graphic designer, brother. Let's, let's let's do this. And again, his family, family came to the rescue and said, "We got you got something. Let's make it pop. Let's make it look good." So when we got to the point where 2020 came around, my coworkers and my real job was like, "Yo, your show is popping. We need to recommend you to win this." And I was like, "Yo, y'all stop joking around. Y'all playing." <laughs> and they did. And like a two weeks later, my name was in the like the list of the, you know, for the voting. And I was like, damn, I'm going against Wes Moore. If you know Wes, if you don't people, if y'all don't know who Wes Moore is, y'all gotta Google him right now and find out who he is to Baltimore, okay? And um, he's big time. He's big time. He's does a lot of things and inspirational and just writes a lot of great things. And you need to look up who he is. And that's why I tell people do your homework. Um, and he has a big time show on WIPR. So they were up. I'm against through WIPR shows and some phantom of an opera, some I don't know, some something, something like that. And I was like, I don't know if I'm winning this. I mean, this is, you know, this is, this is a, you know, this is Baltimore sun, you know? Yeah. And I will tell you, my friends were like, we need you to win. We want you to win. You got the best thing out here. And then shout out to my alma mater. Sarah, somehow way people from my alma mater was like, they called my university and said, you need to be on our podcast, the Sarah University podcast for alumni. I mean, they had Bob Costas on there, Mark Tirico. They put me mm-hmm. on a podcast with these guys. Like, I'm in the same league with these guys. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. And they put me on the show, and I just crushed it. And then they were like, come and vote for Aaron. This is the guy. This is our guy. This is a Syracuse guy. And, you know, I look back at that interview, and it was like something that came full circle because I never thought my university would come up and shout at me out and because I wasn't Joe Millionaire or donating mm-hmm. money back to them, but mm-hmm. they, it, but it was other people who recommended them to come find me, to seek me out. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, I mean, it was bang bang. And next thing I know, I want. Then it was crazy, <laughs> brother. I'm gonna tell you how crazy it was. You know, the <laughs> results were supposed to come out, but COVID fucked everything up. Sorry, I'm sorry. but it did. And it did. yeah, it did, what it happened did. was it. Was, so it was supposed to come out, but it got delayed. And then when it got delayed, COVID messed everything up. I was supposed to know in March. And then it got pushed to May. So I'm like, damn. So I didn't even know what happened. And then my neighbor won best of Baltimore. And she's like, yeah, Aaron, like, Baltimore son reached out to me already. Am I supposed to say anything? I'm like, fuck, nobody called me up. And she's like, yeah, they gave me an advertising package to put in his son and did it. I'm like, damn, nobody called me. I didn't win. And um, one of my good listeners, she hit me up, was like, hey, just FYI, you won. I was like, wow, I won. And I like, It took a minute. Remember, we all home, right? We all home. To yeah, yeah, I took a minute. I said went outside. I'm not gonna lie. I cried a little bit because I was like, I won.
2: Oh shit, that's what's up.
3: <clears throat> and it was hard my heart because I was like, damn. Like there's some stiff competition I went against. These people mm-hmm. are established, Baltimore yeah. stuff. Y'all yeah. know Baltimore. Y'all know how it is. Mm. And and I won that. And, I, and then I, I just was like, I just couldn't believe it. So my neighbor showed me love. She was like, Hey, here's a number to call this person. Tell them you won. Gotta yeah. I called them. Oh, they said nobody called you. Nope. Nobody called me. So you again yeah, you see, you're not, I'm not gonna call it a racial thing, but I'm gonna say that Baltimore son was had a lot of cuts during that time. But she mm-hmm. found out. I could not find out. So it's a lot of stuff that you guys know. I'm telling you guys behind the scenes, this is really what happened. So I go, I called this lady up, I'm like, hey, I won. She's like, Oh, how do you know? I'm like, Well, I had to cuz somebody else had to tell me. And um mm-hmm. that happened. Oh, here's a pack, the same package I gave your your neighbor. It was like two hundred dollars for like all these, like. Uh, uh, social media posts And stuff like that They hooked the whole thing up They did everything It was I, I could get to more of you listeners And everybody online mm-hmm. Man I bought that package so quick <laughs> <laughs> Because it was like Getting access to something I could never get to Right I was a different audience I could never get to A lot of people don't know that It's like Access is so hard Y'all know what it is it's Access
2: Yeah Yeah
3: it's about money let's be honest podcast is about money if you got money and you can and you can promote shit you can blow up but if you don't have money you're just gonna be running just running in circles and when i won that i got all that done and you know i was so excited came to paper i was the saddest thing i remember was that morning the paper came out i ran 7-eleven i'm like get the paper because you know it's like old school your paper Mm -hmm. and the guy's like oh you why are you buying seven papers and i'm like because i'm in the paper some guy getting locked up on the front page. of guys, is is that you? Oh wow! Oh uh, wow! But you see what I'm saying we now we always fighting this man, and it's so it was. It, I looked at him and I said, "You ain't gonna bring my joy today, brother." Right. And I just kept on moving. But I remember wow. that. I was like, "Damn, we you know you, you that guy getting locked up." So there's a lot of things behind the scenes that people really don't know. I'm giving y'all the truth and the real. It's the real story here. What <clears throat> what's been going on? So I won that war. So that kind of answers your question on that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All our magazine, I don't even read. Um, Boomer magazine is whatever they they. If you the hot, you pay money, you be on that. You gonna be hot. Okay. I won that. People knew who I was. That's how it is. Advertising dollars. That's how they roll. But I won against again predominantly white podcasters. <clears throat> A lot of them were upset, but it is what it is. People will like what they like. I can't stop what people like. So again, I mean, I'm not. And that's all when so everything was going on this summer, and it was just like two main things are going on. And I, like I said, again, I appreciate everybody who listens. Appreciate the people who take time to listen and take an investment of an hour out of their day to listen to me. And I never thought this would happen, but I appreciate that. That gives you a little... I'm sorry it was long-winded, but... No,
2: man. <laughs> no, 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 man. Hey, you're driving it, gyms, man. Yo, <laughs> is, yeah, man. This is all, this is you, brother. Like, this is, you know, for us to, to listen, man. I'm I'm in a trance, dog. I'm like...
3: You're like Obi-Wan, B. I'm like... Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah, <laughs> you got are man. Come on. Y'all jet setters out here. I just... I like talking to you brothers because it just it, it's inspiring is it helps me get through the day it helps me know that there's things out there that people are listening to and i appreciate mike and i to me and mike we've been talking for a while man yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> back and forth on the twitter the gram just because like you need somebody to talk to in the podcast game you really do when you run running solo because there's yeah. so much going on that you just people just don't know behind the scenes that i remember mike and i were talking about dating show or something crazy and the guy didn't want to be on the show he's like how many downloads you guys? like come on man like what kind of crazy stuff is that you know and i had people who were like i'm busy how the hell are you busy doing a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking that. how are you busy doing a the pandemic they had, to, they had their episodes queued up they had Bro, to <laughs> help, help me understand and then the same people after i won hey are you, are you available no i'm busy yeah mm-hmm. I'm busy
2: yeah I'm busy yeah.
3: sorry no I'm good. I don't need you right now because mm-hmm. I needed your help back then and you didn't want to help me out. so again, um I appreciate you guys for having me on really do.
1: yeah man for sure like you said a couple of things in that that cool. took me back and reminded me first of all, I remember the first time I actually met you when it was up your show was up for vote and I don't know how I stumbled across across it on Twitter. You know, people was talking about it and I seen, I mean, you know, I, y'all know me. I retweet everybody. I, I try to show love as much as I can. But then I saw you was from Baltimore and I said, oh, yeah, I said, oh, yeah, we got to get we got to push this brother. So I started, you know, retweeting, then like, man, support this Baltimore brother. And then that's when we started to reach out via DM and we started chatting. And ever since then, we've been chopping it up. And then another thing that you dropped on us, too, was the same thing you said about your Instagram. Right. You was like, man, you're not on it. And I remember you telling me, you was like, Mike, you said, people want to see you guys. People want to get inside of you guys. And I remember taking that back to the team. Quan and Brandon could tell you, I remember saying like, man, people saying yeah. that, yo, they, they don't see us enough. And now, you know what? That was around the time when Brandon, thank God that like Brandon that came up with doing those videos and those plugs for the shows and like. It was perfect because I was like, Yeah, man, Aaron said people want to see us. So the gems that you dropping, man, I hope these people are listening and, and taking heed of that because it's real talk and it's it's from a person that's experienced in and been places in this podcast game. But I wanted to piggyback exactly off of where we are with the, the winning the awards. Now you know I know a lot about the whole situation that you just explained, but the listeners don't. And Brandon and Quan might not know. So it was hard to come up with questions because some of the stuff I already know the answer to, right? But I, I, but I want I want our listeners to hear your experience with this. So I want to know, or I want them to know. How has podcasting changed for you since winning these awards? And you kind of went over that a little bit just now. But what are some of the good and the bad that's happened to you since you won this award? Because you know most <clears throat> listeners podcasters are going to assume like oh man he won these two podcast awards but and then, oh everything's got to be great for him and we know how that game is <laughs> <laughs> so if you can if you can enlighten us on that man how how, how has it changed for you since winning what, what are some of the good and what are some of the bad that's happened
3: since that since that happened for you well let's call it batter off the top bad because you really want hear the bad um not one media person has interviewed me after i won both awards Mm. Hey, I, 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 I put money if I was a white podcaster I've been on Baltimore Sun, and Baltimore Magazine Real quick okay I would have been in I'm not even in Afro okay <laughs> And Afro is right here in Baltimore I'm not even mm-hmm. in the Baltimore Times you know I asked a fellow journalist Hey you guys do podcasting? No we don't touch that Okay that's mm-hmm. cool so With that I'm, I've, I've lived with that I'm fine with that um, A lot of people are like hey Are you making a lot of money? Nah that's not how it works That's not how it works uh You still got to prove yourself. You are black. You got to work twice as hard as everybody else out here. That's point blank what it is at the the end of the day. I want black podcasters to understand that. You got to work twice as hard and you got to know what you're talking about. Because if somebody wants to put money towards you, you better damn make sure your stuff is tight. And let me tell you, now when I interview somebody, like I interviewed Brandon Scott, who now is the mayor. Let me tell you, they comb through my background. Trust me that they work on that. He doesn't interview everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, they comb through your background, the controller, they comb through your background. They want to look at all your Instagram. They want to look at all your social media. So that's why, you know, I, you, you gotta be careful about what things you do, what you say. Some people will say, you know what? Fuck it. It's my podcast I do what I do. Hey, that's cool. Good for you. Guess what? You ain't gonna get that advertisement. You're not gonna get that endorsement. That's on you. <clears throat> this is a business folks. At the end of the day, you having fun, but it's a business at the end of the day. People want to invest money in you. They want to check you out. So for the longest time, man, nobody was really feeling me. I mean, even the media, but it was only my, again, like I told you all in the beginning, local people, the neighborhood loved me. They showed me love. They were so excited. I won. People knew me around the town, like the area I lived in. So when I had to go out and hustle myself and I was like, you know what? Here's a positive. I'm hot right now. And then I won Baltimore, and then George Floyd happened. And I was like, damn. And I remember I I, this is Brandon, Mike, and all you guys, you guys were, you guys came off a badass episode. It was the rawest episode. And I was like, damn, I I wish I could say that. And I remember Mike said, come on, Aaron, you got the audience. You got, you got different type of audience. And I I knew what he meant by that. Mm. And um, I wasn't ready yet because psychologically, man, I was messed up in the head. I was psychologically out of it. Like all of us were. Um, Mentally, I just just didn't know what to do. I was just, you know, it's just one of those things, man, that just life keeps on replaying itself. Mm -hmm. And it took me time to figure out what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I didn't record from like a whole month because I just was like in the trance, man. Just, I couldn't just get that image out of my head. I just related back to, I heard about your, you know, read about your car ride up in Virginia, the cops pulling you over. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had situations where I had 10 guns pointed, pointed at my head. From police, so it's kind of like you people don't understand when that happens to us psychologically. It, it destroys it and breaks you down in a way that you just don't know. PTSD, man. Know. You guys yeah. know, but it's just, people don't know. So when you guys came on the episode, I was so happy, I was like thank God somebody's speaking. I just can't, you know. And then it took me a while. So I said, let me do the block the basics, and that's when everything popped off even more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me get a white female, a white male, black male, and black female who don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And let's all sit down and talk. And let's talk about our differences. Let's talk about how we're, are we really that different? Or we just raised differently? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one the one white girl said, yeah, I am. Um, my family told racist jokes all the time when I was growing up. Wow. Hey, but that's what she knew growing up. That was her. That was nothing else. That was her. You know, so can you follow her for that? No, but she she can learn from that. Um. You know, they were all from Virginia. They all lived in, one living, in, you know, uh, South Carolina, uh, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte. And it was a great breakdown. So that, that black, the basics healed me. That Sorry, my son's in the background. I apologize. That, but, so good, but that, good. that, that healed me. That, we all saw this, eh? Thank you. But that healed me, fellas. That, that season healed me. Because I was able mm-hmm. to just go back and get in the black community. And that healed me from George Floyd and not getting love from the community. Like, not from the media. Mm-hmm. And that healed me going back and saying, like, listen. like I mean, there were some things that hurt me, man. Like, I had black people text me, email me. You don't have enough black guests on your show. Damn, really? You, I don't want to hear Sarah Beth or, or Susie. Damn. Mm. You know, bro, it's it's real out here. And and I say, you know, I tell people this all the time. You know, I want to hear everybody's story. Everybody got a story. It doesn't matter yeah. how you come. Um, it could be, say, you, I could put you in a room with 10 different people. You you, you probably got something common with like five of them. Mm. Yeah. you from different backgrounds. You probably got something. And that hurt me the most. And then you hear people hitting me up. I need more black stories. You talk about that um, ice cream company that's vegan or a vegetarian. Like, you talking about Kaju mm-hmm. ice cream? Yeah, I already interviewed him. You didn't leave your head. You must not listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's when you catch them real quick. Like, I listened to, You really didn't listen to it. There's a lot of good African Americans I have in there. Black History must always mm-hmm. have stuff popping off, things of that nature. So it was rough, man. All the way around, just to answer your question, Mike. It was rough for me. Um, the positivity was the black that lacked the basic seasons. That healed me because I just got to talk with black educated people. Entrepreneurs, and I'm just expanding and getting that knowledge to people so they know who, where to eat and where to go. I had white people hit me up. Man, I went to the fish net. That fish was so good. Black owned. Yep. What, 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 what you so long to go there? Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know it until you heard, it, until you talked about it. So when I knew that power I had doing this, then I was like, okay, all right, we're gonna we're gonna keep on rocking this way and make sure we acknowledge what's going on. So that it, it was a mixed bag. I have people ask me, why do you why, why do you think why how did your podcast win in best of Baltimore? You know, and this is from other people in the industry that mm-hmm. don't look like you and I. Yeah. Yeah. It's nasty out here, brother. You know, y'all know it's different. Y'all, like I said, I, I, I my lane is weird, it's a weird lane I'm in, but I keep on pushing because now I now know the audience wants to listen. They want they want something, you know. Every time they know every Monday, seven o'clock, seven a.m. it's popping in your Apple Podcast and Spotify. It's mm-hmm. there. They know I train them. Like it's that's how you got your audience. Got to know it's coming out. Like I, I dropped a sneaky one peek today an mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. and a bonus one off the top. It was like people were like, "Oh my god, you dropped a new one!" Another like, "Yeah, I just dropped." Yeah, one. I was looking at that this
1: morning. Like, god damn! <laughs> it's like you know, we always talk. We always talk, and it's like you know, you tell me before you like, man, I just, my whole season done, and I'm like, damn. I'm right. jealous, man. Like, you know, we just starting to get that feeling of being ahead. Like, right, like right. right now we we got episodes in the bag and it feels great. I remember talking to you about that. And you was like, yeah, man, I just knock mm-hmm. them out. And I'm like, Ugh. I do. Day,
3: I, this was me. When, <laughs> when it dropped out, came in. I, I, I did it last week. Literally, it was like, a, like boom, boom, boom. Um, I was like, let me just drop this because I had already done my Black History Month stuff already. Mm-hmm. Hey, so it was already done, um, already recorded, it's already like I all I gotta do was get to editing, sit there and edit, but it's done. You know, all Black History Month is done. And it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's just I have to plan things out. You know, you gotta we all got 95 jobs, so we gotta plan it out. You know, I have kids, you know, I got kids here and <clears throat> I'm married, I gotta take, you know, you gotta take care of things nine to five things. And to have time to do this is very, very hard. But Always tell people if you really, really want to do something, you make time for it. Uh, the woman that I interviewed, uh, JoJo, the CEO, said the must-do list. And I was like, I like that. So there's a must-do list that you do every day, get it done. And I'm like, I was like, I'm gonna steal that. I like how you said that a must-do list, and I just do it. So like I said, I'm, I mean, I'm even locked into to. I I do my podcast. Here's another little behind the scenes for y'all. I do it accordingly. Like I'm bit like like I'm a like I'm a retailer. Black History Month, boom. Women's History Month, boom. I have all women coming to Women's History Month. That's how I that's how you roll with it. You go with the seasons. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And people are like, damn, I never thought about them. Yeah. You gotta keep them because that's what people are or people are thinking like that. That's how they're thinking. And you know, we got come out in the White House and everybody wants to be, okay, let's talk about Women's History Month. So guess what? It's gonna be highlighted. We're gonna talk about a couple of things. So I try to look at everything as a business when I do it. Um I look at interviews I don't don't fit for me. I don't do them. I've had a lot of white podcasters reach out to me want to do collaborations. I say, no, um, I'm very picky about it because I don't know what angle you're coming from. I'm not your token black guy to come on your show. I'm not I'm not that guy. I, I see a lot of great podcasts out there. And some, of the, some of them are terrible. I'm not going to lie to you. I listen to probably 10 podcasts. To be perfectly honest. So, like, I love Mike. When he be retweeting everybody, but I'm retweeting everybody. Because I'm like, <laughs> some of y'all shit is not that good, okay? I'm still like, <laughs> it's just like, I, can't, I I listen to it for the first five minutes and I'm like, I can't, I can't recommend this to anybody. Because no, no my, my audience is not going to listen to that. My audience will not listen to it. I know my audience. I, I've researched my audience. I know who's listening. I know who reaches out. And those are the type of things I know. Uh, give you guys a background. When I sold my, I got my hoodie on right now. I mm-hmm. had, my T-shirts. I sold seventy-five T-shirts in three hours, and wow. I didn't do okay. T-spraying. I didn't do anything like that. I did it old-school hustle way. I was inspired by the watch the Master P documentary, right? And, <laughs> I, and I was like, he was like, he was hustling everywhere. So I was like, man, let me find this. Let me find. It. I wanted to find a black retailer to do my stuff. Right. When everybody was trying to charge me on their leg, and I was like, I can't do this. So I actually got got a vendor in Georgia, and uh, the price was right. It's like, all right. Order me, you know, 75. Boom. <clears throat> they got it here within a week. I got it packaged, mailed it out, mailed everything out myself. Everything came to my house. My wife was like, is this a factory? I'm like, no, this is in and out I had it for like three days in my house, and it was all gone. Then I turned around, sold another like 225 t-shirts. And then you just hustle. Like, I'm not, it's all, it's a one-man band. It's nobody else. So mm-hmm. I had people help me out along the way. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, checks and balances, express, sell spreadsheets. That's all it is. So you're doing another full-time job. And then with the hoodies, same thing. Put it out there, sold a lot the first time, seventy five. Came back, sold another hundred twenty five. I'm like, I'm tired of merch. You know, you you working hard for the merch, but you, your gross profit is nice, but it ain't great. Mm-hmm. Plus, you might got to pay the bills for your stream yard. You know, you might got to pay for for the microphones you're buying. You know, you, all this and from all this stuff. That, like, I mean, I remember I bought my MacBook. Everything. People were like, well, you can start a podcast or nothing, but like a little cheap computer. I'm like, no. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it the best of my ability. I'm going to have the best equipment out here. I'm not half-stepping. I don't want to be coming here anywhere raggedy looking raggedy. You know, you remember when you growing up, you went to church, you look good in your Sunday's best. Your parents <laughs> make you look good. I'm not going to anybody's house with, not, without my Rodecaster Pro. <laughs> and, and people are like, oh, oh. I mean, I had white guys like, oh, you got you got Rodecaster? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. You got an SM7B? Yes, I do. You know that's the $400 mic? Yes, I do. What? <laughs> wow, 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 so, wow, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm not playing games like this is what you try to and do. And you want to be the best of the best. And, you know, again, like I told you, I was a business and I like doing what I'm doing. And now I answer people now. I have sponsors. I have to make sure I'm on point. And they want to make sure I sound good. So, I mean, that gives you a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to just give it not too much for everybody, but we're trying to get people to understand like, behind the scenes and what really goes on. You know,
2: th- I mean, I-, I think this needs to be. You know, I, of course, I know, like you said, you don't want to give out too, too much. But, you know, what you're giving out, man, I think it's amazing. I think the viewers and the subscribers, people that are listening that want to be knowledgeable and have understanding of of what to do. You're in that position and you're transcending. You're trailblazing. So if anybody wouldn't want to listen to this, man, they're, they're I don't know, they're they're tripping. <laughs> they're tripping. But what you have is, is great, man. One thing I wanted to ask you, man, piggybacking off what you, what you said earlier, you said something that was crump tight, man the power that you hold and the power that you wield understanding of what you put in and what you put out you know it's like the law of attraction so when did you begin to understand what you was wielding in a in sense of a podcasting and like you said you also said it was two years into the game but from a futuristic perspective
3: where do you see this going I didn't even know I was gonna be here at this point To be perfectly honest with y'all I didn't know I really didn't I, I thought this would be something fun something cool to do and then I'll be done with it you know and I found myself people just gravitating on want it, wanting more. Yeah. And I mean, it's scary right now. I, I will tell you guys, it's scary because you're one man, man, like you guys have a team, which is awesome. You know, you could do one person could do one thing, one person. And now it's like, people are hitting me up like, Hey, we see value in what you're doing. We want to work with you like marketing, like marketing firms. And I've interviewed probably 10 different firms, man. And you know, it's, interesting because everybody wants that high dollar from you off the top. You know my friend my, my I have an inner circle of friends who are who I work with all the time, who I trust, who I talk to all the time. They're like, don't worry about them. Keep on pushing. Keep mm-hmm. on pushing. We 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 got your back. Mm-hmm. But you have to realize, I mean, this is again behind the scenes. When I got Adobe audition Adobe, Adobe Audib- Pro, all that equipment, all the, the the whole catalog, was somebody with the syracuse was like, I like what you're doing. I want to buy the whole catalog for you. Mm-hmm. You know how much that cost? whole adobe catalog and when it ran out i didn't tell him He was like you're paying this this amount my, my, no 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 let's get on the phone and get this done and get the new and get it updated so you're like damn i do have this power people are really feeding into it. people really want to be grasping on everything mm-hmm. and um friends who live out san fran and philly what do you need how much money you need right now what do you need to, what do you need to get get this out here what do you need yeah. mm-hmm. no questions asked what do you need? And that support system that I have, that inner circle support system is what pushes me a lot. They're like, you know, we listen to it. We want, we want to buy the merch. We want to rock the merch. We want to put it on everywhere we go. Yeah, yeah. You know, the coolest thing was when I was in Baltimore and I was getting some crabs. It was funny getting crabs. And my boy calls me Federal Hill. So if you know Federal Hill it's predominantly white. Mm-hmm. And it's like one of my brothers who live down there, my boy, he's, he's wearing a hoodie and a hat. Guys at the liquor store talking about know about that podcast the guy's like yeah 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 it's like yeah so my man's like that's my that's my jam i listen to it get it rattling off episodes to this to my boy and i'm like damn <laughs> hey, really impactful this is a grown-ass man talking to another ass man I'm talking about a podcast i was like you trippy bro yeah. so i i got crabs in my trunk <laughs> so <I drive laughs> <outside of hell. laughs> i'm Federal i like who the hell is this guy talks so i go in there and we him to start chatting and he was like i recognize your voice He's like, do you do, you do anything? To me? I'm like, nah, nah, man. I'm just sitting here, just getting some liquor, you know, picking up some. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, I was like, you listening to any podcast? He was like, yeah, this cool one. This no pics, man. His brother, did. I'm Like, that's what's up, man. I really. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I literally get had a had, had some had some merch in my car. Throw him some merch, like, hey, brother, keep on preaching the gospel. Every time you talk to somebody, I really appreciate it. So, dude, where do I see this going? I mean, there's so many different avenues. I mean, I've. I am. I, well, I will give you. I will give you as an exclusive. I am breaking off. I'm keeping no picks the show, and I'm, I'm. I'm expanding and doing another show. Um, don't know when it's going to pop off, but it's not going to be more. It's going to be more outside of Baltimore. It's going to get out of Baltimore. Um, the reason why is I've had other cities hit me up. Like we need. We need you. We need you to come and talk about these businesses here, yeah. and I just haven't had a chance to do it. Covid. Not again, Covid crushed everything. I could have been up to the city up and down and did a couple interviews and been popping up there, but I just haven't had a chance and I couldn't fit it into my regular show because it's not Baltimore. People expect Baltimore things. So it's a spinoff that I'm working on right now with the, with myself, my cousin, a couple other guys, and I'm just trying to figure out how we're going to do it. But Uh that's another spinoff. And I mean, where's going right now. I have right now five sponsors right now, bro. So it's crazy. Okay. Uh, it goes back to what we talked about. And Mike, I said, people want you. You're the product. I don't care. I don't care what your podcast sound like. You're the product. They want you. They want They want to invest in you because they know you have something. Mm-hmm. They know what you are bringing to the table. And let's be honest here. You know, we are all educated black brothers and we're doing great for ourselves. They want that look. And the crazy part is for the hardest part, and this is not going to blow your mind. It's harder for me to get a black guests on my show than white guests. Really? really? Wow.
0: That's what so you think about
3: that? I want really? you guys. To, I'm almost gonna leave you with that. Black businesses are that too. Wow. Really? I'm just, I'm just gonna leave. I, I'm just gonna leave it, it. They just don't respond, or they just outright say no. We don't want to come on your show. Oh no. Maybe we all try and get that American dial, like we all trying to. I, I don't know. I think sometimes we're confused about radio. I think we still think radio is the way to go. I don't think radio is the way to go anymore. I think radio. I haven't listened to the radio in two years. I don't listen to radio. Period. Um, <laughs> I know. I think you guys do. I mean, I mean, I mean. I know. I know, <laughs> I know, the, I know the DJs, but I don't listen to radio. I just don't. Um, and a lot of them don't respond, or then when they respond is like, "I don't have time for you right now." So that's mm. that's a stumbling block. Also, but luckily, a lot of people have been coming around talking to me, but. I mean, it was tough, man. I'm telling people the real deal. Like, it was tough. And a lot of white businesses were like, oh, you got something. Let's go on your show. I want to be on your show. No, no questions asked, you know. So going futuristic, I have amazing sponsors um, that have been on my side. One sponsor was the first one who, who invested in me. They were like an all-white organization. And they were like arts and crafts. And they're really, really big in the Baltimore area. Like, they do a big thing every year. And it sells on me. It would be packed early bird, special people, arts and crafts, creatives. And they were like, we really like what you're doing. How can we invest in you and sponsor your show? I cried again because I was like, damn, they're listening to my stuff. And and the funny part, was, I don't know if I told Mike, I was, wasn't going to start until 2021 to start looking at, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And it just happened. And I was like, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So they really stuck with me. And then here's the beautiful part about that group. Um, There's about 20 businesses in that group. Now my my foot's in that. My foot's in that group now. Mm -hmm. So imagine how many spin-offs of people who want to sponsor my show off that group. Yeah. He would and and definitely I think. Wow. How did he? Now you understand how the and I haven't won a show. Now you understand the real game of the how the podcast game. Invest in people and they invest in you. You show them how what it's all about. It's not all about. And this is going, this is me taking shots. So if somebody listen to it. They know, know I'm talking about them. <laughs> don't put a GoFundMe and don't put don't put a cash app cat pay me for my business. I don't like that. I'm sick of it. Work hard, bust your tail, and make it happen. I'm sick of seeing podcasters doing it, putting a cash app me because of what I'm doing. Work harder, work harder. Stop asking for handouts. Cause right now you just look boo boo the fool on the side of the corner. Give me some money.
0: <laughs> work
3: hard for it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I also had to say that because that's been, that's been eating at me for the last like you <laughs> might know who I'm talking about <laughs> like up. Uh-huh. Well, hey, know, not, but I'm just telling you just like be yeah. real don't do this so with those again with the sponsorships going now I got more sponsors that hit me up like hey we want we want to jump on we want to jump on and it's great because I'm like hold on a second now I got to figure out a whole just the whole business side of it it's a business side now like all right. Yeah. How do I even flip this? How do I even make this happen? How do I make this work? So that's what I'm working through right now because I got some things going on. So when is this episode dropping? You know, it's gonna be after. It'll be in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I linked up with. So this is a cool one. It'll be out. It'll be out by the time. So I'm doing something with visit Baltimore. They're putting me on their presentation for, uh, for for Baltimore, uh, Baltimore night in Annapolis. Oh. So that's Highlight oh, all the man. Baltimore things. That's great about Baltimore City. They took a show from my podcast and they they and they took ripped it off of there and they put the sound so people listen to it and have video to it. That's like, amazing, impact, man. man. You gotta know yeah. the, shit the movies and you start getting in that niche. Visit mm-hmm. Baltimore CEO Al Hutchinson in my show. Live Baltimore Annie Millie. Now people are like, all right, we know who he is. We yeah. need to, to the show. Everybody wants to get on. So forecasting future, it's it, sky's the limit, I, and I want people to come along, man. Man, I want everybody you know. to come along. I want everybody to win. But here's the thing: you gotta put in the work, you can't be bagged for money. You gotta you got put the work in and put the work in. And like I said, my cousin said the most great, he said the greatest thing to me today. He said, Man, I sat with you in an interview the other day. I didn't realize how hard you go.
0: Mm-hmm. It
3: was like you put you do the homework, you talk, you tell a person about themselves, they look at you. I'm like, because before I go in to interview, I look at everybody, I look at what's going on. What do, what do they eat for dinner? What did they what did they what do they post on social media? What was mm-hmm. everything about them? So I know. When it comes up, I can talk, throw him off. Like, wow. He really, he having said that moment, like, damn, he really, really looked me up. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. go back to him. Yeah. And that's that's what separates us from everybody else. Doing your work. It's just like school, doing your work. Understand your audience. I know my audience. My audience doesn't listen to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. They don't watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I look at the educated audience. I want to imagine, I want my audience to be smarter than me. So I can outsmart them. And give them something like, wow, did that really happen? Damn, let me look it up. And that's that's how I look at it, fellas.
0: I wanted you to uh talk a little bit about uh Charm City Collective. Like, tell us about that and and what inspired you to to, to start that with uh with Gary Gary Neal from the uh, C Plan Dupod. Hey,
3: y'all looking at yourselves? Y'all inspired. Me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all inspired? Ask Mike. Mike can tell you. Y'all inspired me. Oh man, come on. No, no I'm being desperate. I, you know, Mike can tell you. Me and him, we we've had conversations. I was asking some questions. I've been asking Gary, Matt, Mike questions since like. Three or four months ago about
1: this.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just just picking your brain because that's that's the community we are in. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to have trust with people to talk with people and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. So, what you see is what you guys are doing. I love what you guys are doing. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. I'm like, Baltimore is so underrepresented. Like, it's not even representation for any Baltimore podcast at all. Mm -hmm. We're all like, we're all like crabs trying to barrel, trying to fight up, trying to get somewhere, but not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So, why not start a collective where we can have people? A group podcast together. We meet twice a month. We talk about things we could do better. What things have you learned? What are you doing? What are the things I'm doing? How can we promote each other? How can we? So it's a, it's a think tank. Yeah.
2: It's
3: very like mastermind. Group. Group. I think that's a excellent idea. Yeah. Think very very You're massive. thinking about what can we do to improve? What, how much work do you need to do? How much work do I need to do to go to get where I need to get to? How can I get that? People, everybody wants that um, advertising. But you gotta understand how does your show match up with what you're going after?
2: Right?
3: Are the same? Are these people going to give you money about what you're talking about, or what makes you unique from everybody else? You guys have a unique sound. That's what makes you guys special, and people love that. That's, that's what they gravitate towards. You guys are the product. So, Charm City Collective. I was like Gary, like you know, I actually funny Gary. I'm at Gary at one a studio that we work out of, and he was doing some like he does some other side work. He was loud as hell. I was like, Gary, I'm, in, I, 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 I'm recording right now, brother. Come on. And he was like, What? And Gary, like, six eight. And I'm only like six one. So I'm like, Damn, look, big dude. I shouldn't even said that to him. <laughs> I thought I was real big. I was like, Damn, black dude. So I was like, All right, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me love my voice. Can you please move, Um, please? And uh, <laughs> we became friends after that. And I mentored him. It was like, Yo, why are you doing Facebook shows? Why are you putting everything on Facebook? He was like, I don't know, because this is hot. I'm like, it's Mark Zuckerberg did give you no damn money. Mm-hmm. He making money mm-hmm. with Mark Zuckerberg. So I, I see a lot of people doing podcasting on Facebook. I'm like, you ain't making no money for Facebook. Dang. You got to have like a damn near like 100,000 views mm-hmm. within 30 days. I was like, I gave him like the numbers. And he was like, I didn't realize that. I said, Dad, there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understand the game. Understand how the, the, the people look at numbers. So him and I grew from relationship like that. And I was telling about a lot of different things. He was like, let's do a collective, man. I said, so, though, actually, we, then we did a podcast festival that was really cool. And what I did was I was closing out the show, and I sat and watched him. I was like, damn, I love his energy. I love his energy. I don't have the energy he has. So, he has something I don't have. I love it. So, there you go. I got somebody that's different from me. Perfect. I got another show, um, Why Not Me by Double T, Younger Brother. That's something different from me. Pretty with a purpose. Three, three black sisters doing their thing. Different from me. Got another uh, got another one, uh, purple, purple, the Purpose, or uh, I, I'm going to be mad when well, she's going to be mad if I don't say it right. But she is a black author. She's written three books. She's in the squad. Man. I got a Latina in the squad that's doing that's talking about health and fitness. Bro, we're trying to be United College of Benetton. We're trying to really make it make it do. And that's what I'm trying to do, spread it across. We got a guy who does media, who just all he does is does um, video, videography. All right, when you got let's, 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 so you spread it out. So you're like, all right, I got people with three, with different things. Let's bring our minds together. We got to meet tomorrow. Go over a couple things. Let's, let's talk about starting to starting every day. One day a week, they'll be taking over social media. That'll be their day. They just post in the morning. They post at the night. You got to think business. This is how we yeah. going to do it. Yeah. How do you feel responsible to collective? So we're not, we're going to expand big and not this year. We're going to keep it to like under 10 because I feel like you got to understand how things work. You, you got to go through the growing pains. And people want success, I think we can do it. I think what I, my ultimate goal is, and I think I can do it, is have a podcast festival virtually this summer. And I would love for OTR to be on it. I would love for you guys to be on it, actually. Yeah, we would love to do that. We would love to no, do that, man. That's what, really want. Want. that's what I really, really want to do. I want to go and show off really good podcasters out here and do a virtual podcast. And then the videographer was like, man, let's not even do it live. I'm like, how can we do it? He's like, I'll do it for my church. I'll do a preset recording, and then we'll make it seem like it's live all the way through. And now you will. I'll just have you next to side of me and talk, and I'm like, there we go. Yeah. He said like, because that way if something messes up, we can we can just record and do it again, and I'll make it seem like it's live that day. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's let's do that. So things that I'm thinking about down the road, you gotta think about how can we expand as podcasters out of our realm. You gotta do something different, and you know, like the season. I don't know if you listened. This season, I switched it up. Mike was like, you switching things up. I had a comedian. Ivan Martin, who was a heartless. I heard. Mm-hmm. Second person, I got. I got. I got a lawyer. She's from San Diego. Syracuse connection. So you see the demographics I'm looking at. I'm going California. I got the audience from out there now. Yeah. I got the Baltimore comedian who was who's all around. Who does Norwegian Cruise Lines. So now I'm like, all right. Now we're spreading it out on the podcast and switching the game up because you can't stay the same way. Become part of the scene. You guys switch it up, and all I'm doing is doing about the radio show. That's all it is. Remember Huggy Lowdown? He did yeah. Huggy Lowdown skit. I got Ivan Martin doing his kit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I, you, I
3: was like, man, I, when I listened, I was like, okay. Uh,
1: I yeah, hit you I like, hey, man, that shit's dope.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think you got you, at least we, you don't have to rewrite the wheel, brothers. It's, it's there. Ready? You think about radio's dying out? But what can we do to fill in that space? And why not doing anything different? It just now your audience is like, damn, that's pretty good. Oh, we like that. And the reviews have become back amazing. Like, just people just love the new style of things. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, damn, I don't know how I'm going to keep this up keep on doing keep on pushing you know but uh again i would love you guys to be in the podcast festival this summer we do this i think we will and hopefully we can do this and you guys do like everybody do a half an hour thing and yeah. they rock out and do whatever they want to talk about that's that's the beauty of it hey, well, yeah, brother, we, yeah. we, we already accept the invitation always, <laughs> already. I, I sent you out the invitation for dc pod festival it also happened this past year and they, the COVID yeah, messed yeah, up. I remember that yeah, I mean, stuff. Yeah. And I, I always want to give black podcasters who I know are doing the thing, their flowers, and whatever I can do to help them out, I will do it. Yeah. I will do anything to help out black podcasters. You know, I'm not knocking white podcasters, not at all. But I just know the lane, how hard it is things I didn't know getting into the game. Things I didn't know, things I wish somebody would have told me. Yeah. And I had to yeah. find by default. You know, the, the haters are just so many. It's, it's like, I don't care about that. But how do you sell yourself? How do you merchandise yourself? How do you get your name out there? How do you how do you write a proposal to somebody saying, how do you write a letter? to you want to be on the show. You know, how do you write a formal letter? You know, I have something going with AKAs coming up in two weeks. I'm doing a former AKAs and like they want to know about podcasting. Yeah, I mean, okay. man, it's like, come on, like yeah. the sky's me. You guys are doing the fact that was aren't you guys doing the, the, the jazz festival this year? Alex Alex, Alex, Alex Alex
2: doing the jab. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
3: like y'all doing, see, y'all doing big things out that way. So I'm like, I keep the Joneses like y'all. Shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's great, man, because I think actually expanding, like, I don't want to take the well, I, I do take it because I was I've been listening to it since I was young. I take the master P no limit role in when, when it comes to actually being able to expand, knowing what you have, understanding what you have, and being able to branch off and work and expand for the long haul not for the short run, you know what I mean? For the whole movement, not the wave, being able to actually be there and actually to claim some cement and claim some stake for, for years and years to come. Like you said, it's something to where, you know, your son is listening to it, your family is listening to it. So, you, you know, you want to make sure and you want to know that whatever you're providing, whatever content you're putting out, you know, it's dope and it's amazing. And it's something to where people can gravitate towards and they can feel. Just like you said, it's about being authentic and being you the content that's being created and and expressed all across the whole podcast community is is amazing let's keep going this doing this shit for the long haul and taking this shit over bro i
3: have a question for you guys now because i'm on your show i'm gonna ask you a question (laughs) you know i can't be a podcast i do it's coming (laughs) (laughs) did you guys think that you would be at this point when you guys started this and what is your what are you guys goals going forward um i know i know you guys like to love when social media. but I mean, I want to know the, the real love. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, where do you see yourselves going? I mean, I see, I see it. But again, I know the work you guys put in. I know what type of work you guys put in behind the scenes. You know, I like, I kind of like that. I wish you would have kept doing the movie reviews. When you guys were doing the movie reviews, then oh, we got we we, like, we got before, some coming like, up. I love Thanks. that. Like, I like the little quirky quirky things like that. I like. See, I listen to it because I'm like, damn, I kind of want to hear something different. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to hear something because you guys, I like what you guys are doing. And mm-hmm. I like what you guys you guys put your love behind. But what do you guys see yourselves? Did you guys think you guys would be at this point when you started? And secondly, where do you guys see yourself in a year from now with the crossover, with your show? Do you guys see yourself expanding from this show? Who want to go first? You got um. it. Uh-oh. I put on fly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got it? Uh, got yeah, it? I, I
0: got it. I got okay. it. I'll, I'll go. Go, go. Ahead, go, um, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead and bust it. Did I see us making it this far in the beginning? Um, no, <laughs> to be honest with you. You know, if you listen to to past episodes, you know our listeners or whatever. You, you know the way we got together. You know we we tried it out. Alice was already doing it, mm-hmm. and we said, yeah, you know, let's give it a, let's give it a shot. At that point, it was like, okay, well, that's what it was. Let's give it a shot and see where it goes. Like for me, it's still kind of like it's a little. I don't want to say surreal, but it's a little surprising that you know, people. <laughs> people listen to what we have to say. Like I'd be honest with you. Like I'm like, do people really want to hear what the hell I have to say? But I hey. So no, I, I, the short answer no. I didn't see us coming this far in a year. I'm glad you asked that because these are some of the questions that you know we are we're actually discussing amongst ourselves now. I think we all agree that that we do enjoy doing this. You know, looking to the future and coming up with content. I think we all agree that we want to do things that are not only uh, entertaining but also meaningful. At least, at least I want to things that are impactful. You mentioned this earlier, Aaron. Um, you know, being careful with what you say when you're on the microphone or whatever when you're recording your podcast. I mean, you could speak life, you know, into your listeners. I know we want to we want to put out positive content, just like you. But we're we definitely having those discussions uh, as far as like detail and, and long-term planning. But we're going to be here for a minute. I, I'm actually looking forward to whatever it is uh, we decide to do going forward. You know,
2: it's, it's been an amazing journey. Me personally, I don't think I really understood it when we actually first started. And even now, sometimes I kind of wears me out a little bit I'm, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm kind of to myself. So not really understanding what we had at first and actually kind of jumping into it. I always felt comfortable in a sense because these four, you know, these three, these two in, in Wells and Alex, you know, those are my brothers. I love them. And, and we've grown from, I mean, literally from boys to men. That chemistry and that camaraderie was always there and it made it a lot easier to actually be able to create and to actually make a lane. Now with podcasting, I didn't really know too, too much about it when we first kind of jumped into it. so. I'm still fairly new, but since I've been into it and since we've been doing OTR, on my end, when it comes to actually understanding the business and understanding the game and understanding what needs to be addressed and how it needs to be addressed, I'm, I'm learning every, every single day as we go. But I mean, like I said, it's been a fantastic voyage and it's been something to where I look forward to for the long haul, nothing for the short term. This is for the long haul. And being able to think, you know, from a entrepreneur perspective, and being able to being able to do that, man, is, is, is been it's been great. And uh, podcasting is is really new, and sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So me personally, I, I pray to be able to expand, and for us to do some great things, be able to you know to touch people in a, in, a, in a positive way, and venture off be able to do great things, and be able to create businesses, and be able to give knowledge for the long haul, man. That's why I see it, you know, and that's why I want to take it. It's been a great ride with us, man. I love OTR. love what we're doing out
1: here yeah you know we talk about this all the time and answer your question no i didn't see us here (laughs) i didn't see us here honestly i think i spoke about this when i came on your show with the other brothers and this originally was therapeutic for me and it still is and it had been a long time since i had found something for myself hobby wise or anything like that that it was just like okay man i got this to look forward to doing i mean Brandon and I used to coach basketball and that was what we looked forward to. And then once that stopped, it was like, okay, I really don't have that thing that filled that void and podcast and podcasting became that for me. But I didn't think, you know, I thought this would just be us getting on here, shooting the shit and releasing it. And then, you know, local people, a couple of our friends locally, 10, 10, 15 people, maybe that we know would listen to it.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? But um we appreciate y'all.
1: To have a, a fan base and people that's actually checking us out and people that's actually wanting us to come on to this show and man is is dope. And of course, again, like I said, Aaron, me and you, we talk on a different level. You know, I'm we, we moving towards. We had that first year. We got that first year out of the way. We got to knock some of the cobwebs out. We learned a lot. Now it's time to smooth that path out. And as Brandon said, you know, daily we talking about. What's the next move? How are we going to do this? Let's find something that we can do different. And we got some ideas that's coming and we definitely here for the long haul. We're not going anywhere. And I, I appreciate the people for keeping that, keeping us here, because obviously you want to hear us. But, you know, in the short term to start the year off, we dropped a couple episodes that have, you know, been thought provoking. And, you know, we want to kind of get back to that. And like Brandon said, we want to be entertaining, but we want to make people think. And then we want to touch on subjects that you typically don't hear four men talking about and not just being. I talked about this again on your show, Aaron. I don't want to be pigeonholed as that (laughs) that barbershop podcast thing. Mm -hmm. And I want to separate ourselves from that. So that's the plan for us, man. And I I see us uh, next year, man, being. Trying to be on your level, man. We trying to win some awards soon. So you guys are already, there. you guys are already there. Come on, man. I'm, I, I'm just trying, I,
3: again. I, I wish I had a mentor. You know how people always have mentors in the podcast or any game, any job, your job or going on. And I wish I had somebody direct me in the way I wanted to go. But again, I mean, it's like me just going through the woods, just finding out finding my way and clawing and fighting. Like and to this day. Give you guys to, to drop this. I'm gonna drop one hot one for you guys. So this um lady, this woman I know, she um just started podcasting. Mm-hmm. Not even like two or three months ago. I mean, real cool, real cool, real cool, So she was on somebody else's show, and um whatever. I mean, it is what it is. They're on somebody else's show, and so then after she was on somebody else's show, she got interviewed. She's somebody Baltimore style or whatever, and it reached out to her. Was like, hey. Let's talk about you doing podcasting. Okay, so remember, let's rewind what I just said to y'all about 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. This is a person who just did one. Like I said, not got nothing but love for her. She's not responsible for what privilege she gets, all well, this privilege, you know what it is. Yeah. And I said, Oh, that's nice. You have you, have a, you have an interview about podcasting. Funny, I taught you how to do podcasting. Yeah. Right. And she, you know what, to her, to her respect, she's like, Aaron, like, you're my mentor. You mentored me on how to do podcasting. Like, I mean, I have people that call me all the time. Now I'm charging. <laughs> I'm charging now because it's just too many people. Yeah. But um, she, this is what really when you talk about allies. So, and who knows what might happen. But so what happened was she did she did the interview and she calls me at the interview and says, "Hey, do you mind if I put your name in the interview to tell this is who mentored me? This is the person who's doing podcasting in Baltimore. This is who you need to listen to." And I said, well, I thank you for first calling me. Let me know if you, if, if, if you use my name. I appreciate that. And she said, yeah. I said, yeah, tell them this, 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 and that. And she wrote them back and said, hey. And four cop blind caught me in the email. was like, this is what I wrote to them about who helped me out podcasting. Now, again, she's only been podcasting for her. She only has three episodes out. She has access to something that you, my, all three, of all four of us can't even get right now. A platform. That's all we. That's all we're asking for. All and like I like what y'all say. Y'all try to make your own way, make your own table. I love that. I, I might have said it, butchered it a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I can't even get an interview. But this girl's only been in podcast came for three episodes, and she's already got an interview with a major. Well, I'm not even say major, but out let in Baltimore. Yeah. And I got to fight and starve to even get a mention. Yeah, it's crazy. So, again, this is what we're fighting. This is what inspires me every day. That's why I, I want to leave with that because. That's what inspires me. That's what pushes me every day is that because I want, I mean, even the validation, I don't even need it anymore because at the end of the day, I know people will listen. Yeah. You know, I know when I don't drop people, I get text messages. You don't know today? So I, I get, I'm i already good with that. What I want to do is I want to make sure that, you know, our name gets some respect out there and black podcasters out here and Baltimore's a major majority black. So why am I only hearing white podcasters? <laughs> it makes no sense to me. None. So I will I will give a shout out to um Miss Kara Ober. Um look her up. She's pretty big in the art scene in Baltimore. Uh she has Be More Art magazine. And um she coming to my on my women's history month. And we, we had a long talk about that. I had a long talk about what that was Stoop Storytellers. If you've ever heard about them, they're pretty big in Baltimore, actually big nationally because of what they've done. they're they're, they're stupid they're top they did all their stupid storytellers out in public. Then they turned everything into podcast. So everything they recorded, put into podcast. And I told him, I said, all oh, both of them I was like, you know what? I don't understand how you, I don't, I don't listen to stupid storytellers because you don't represent me. I don't see anything. I don't see any black people that talk to me. So I don't listen to it. I see two white women talking. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went to college with a lot of white professors. I'm good. I don't really need to hear any more lectures. I don't need to hear any more speeches of your, of Things you've gone through. I don't want to hear it. Um, care over who does, who does be more Art, she is a really good staff, really good writer, black writers. And she was like, Aaron, what can I do for the podcast community? This is a heavy hitter in Baltimore. She's a heavy hitter. And I said, and I said, we sat down and had a long talk. And I was like, listen, man, like, I don't need anything from you. I said, I don't need any money. I don't need anything from All I need is somebody put some print on paper saying there's, there's a scene that needs to be stole. There's a story that needs to be told out here. And she was like, "How can we do that?" I said, "I can find a writer. I got a brother named Tony Thrifts, who's been on my show, who's working for GQ magazine. I'm the brother, you, I got the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to. I need you as the gatekeeper to let them in. Exactly. That's where we're at. The gatekeepers. So I want podcasters to understand before we wrap. When we wrap, I just want to. Wrap, I want to wrap it up because I don't want to keep you all, all night. We could we could preach all night. This. <laughs> but." <laughs> For Listen. me, I want us to get a lane, and I know we're fighting. And Alex, I know I, I was. I told Mike I was. I was scared Alex was gonna be a show because Alex, he 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 was going hard the questions. I got two gallons of water next to me, like oh Alex, I know in there. I'm looking around. <laughs> but I'm <not> joking, around. <laughs> Alex. But uh, joking around. But uh again, um I just want. I want. I want a lane for us. I want all of us. I want all of us to succeed. I want all of us to win, and I want the podcast that want to put the work in who want to be out there and doing the job and knowing what they're doing and people who are educated. I mean, personally, I'm educated brother. I want to, I want to, I want to learn. I want to listen. I don't want to hear anything that's rash I can hear it anywhere else. Yeah. I want to educate myself, educate my audience. And I like what you guys are doing and I want us to get more exposure. That's mm-hmm. all we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. And luckily these sponsors have been like, we will help you get there. Mm-hmm. And I want that. And that's why I'm doing local sponsors right now, because I want to help my community. That's another thing you said about community. They're all local right. sponsors. They're all within my community. They all believe in me. I stick with them. The movement's here, but are you going to hop on the bus or are you going to be standing behind? That's all i tell. And i tell people, hashtag join the movement. Mm-hmm. The bus ain't waiting for you. Right. The bus ain't waiting for nobody. Exactly. And, and like I said, I, I could have done LA people, but I'm not doing it. I'm going to stick a ball to regret. We're going to do the part two coming up soon. But I want y'all to keep on for, fighting, fighting, and making a lane for all of us. And I'm gonna do the same things I can do for for wherever I can do for y'all because you guys are the brothers. Man. I love y'all, so that's what I want to let y'all. For sure, man.
1: For that's sure, right, man. We appreciate what that, And I, I listen, man. I, I know. Listen, we gotta go, but I got I got a question for you. I got at least one or two more. Please, <laughs> I, man, I, got, I got I got one or two more <laughs> and that
0: I want to ask. It. You. That's, a, that's part two. That's a part two. That's
1: part two.
2: It? That's part two. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do part
0: two, part
1: three, part four. Where, I, I, I I'll, I'll save I'll save one for part two, but I, I I'm wanting to I want to ask you. You obviously you listen to our show and we appreciate that so much. Sure. And you support us. And man, like I want the listeners to realize that you know, you and I have real candid conversations. You know? You tell me what you think, I tell you what I think. There's no hard feelings because we realize that we're trying to help each other. And that's one of the dope things about you. And we and we appreciate that yeah. so much. But I gotta I gotta put you in the high seat just for a little bit. oh, okay. So so the la our last two episodes. Right. We did. <laughs> we, we did the diversity in HBCUs. I heard both of them. <laughs> and then we did, you know, should you be kissing your kid? Right. So I just want your opinion on those two topics, man. What do you what, what do you think as far as, you know, the whole thing about kissing your children? I know that was a hot button topic and it, it sparked a lot more debate than we
3: expected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's controversial off the top. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, well, I, mean
3: I listened to it and I was just like, okay, I'm gonna let just gonna let, they, let these brothers fry <laughs> in the fish <laughs> oil. To, to, to say it, you know what? I don't live in I don't live in your house. I don't live in your house. I don't live in your house. I can't tell you what you do in your house. Whatever you do in your house is what you do. You run your own household. I can't tell you what to do or what I. Can. It's not in my business. You know, a long time ago, and I got true story I, I was in somebody else's business i got knocked the hell out i'm good i don't need to talk about life. oh shit you get knocked out one time you understand that <laughs> answers that first about about the about the kissing thing so whatever you do in your spare time i don't care it's whatever you do you know um that, that's what people want to do i i, I can't tell you how to do, be a parent i can't tell you how to do anything you pay the bills no, you take, no, you take care you take care of what you got to care in your house that's not me i'm out on that <laughs> secondly um the HBC thing, wow, that you know, I knew a lot of white cats who went to HBCs. I knew they, they were getting that scholarship money. I knew that uh they knew they could get in that bowling. They knew they could like you. Somebody said bowling, but yeah. then I knew a lot look at Coppin. Coppin got like three white girls on their on their on their softball team and, and on their, you know, uh volleyball team and mm-hmm. baseball team, white dudes. So so I get it. The key thing is what somebody said, I don't know, might have been, well, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said, as long as they're not taking the spot of a black person going to this university, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I don't want them taking the spots. spots. Um, as far as somebody else brought up, I can't remember who, talked about, you don't have to go to college nowadays. You can go and do a trade. I like that. I like it. that. was I like that. I like that. I like that because guess yeah. what? A lot of cats out here making way more money than me they didn't go to college. And they got they figured out a trade. They figured out a way. You know, and you know, I go to nursing school because guess where There's a lot of old people like our parents and stuff like that who are being going to be old. A boomers rocking right now. You know, the, so there's so many different avenues out here for college. Do I regret college? Uh, paying all that money? I mean, I guess I don't really remember too much of college. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's an a, a, a unedited uncut video. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do You know. College, education, education, education. But well, I know how colleges are racist and how they won't let certain people in. Mm-hmm. I know at Syracuse University, their minorities have gone down as far as the black population. Um, just because we, when I was there, they were really going after New York City kids from Brooklyn, the Bronx, things of that nature. We had programs where it was, um, I can't remember the weekend, but it was like a weekend where a multicultural weekend, and we would bring we would bring high school seniors from D.C., Baltimore. New York for a weekend in Syracuse, and you wish give them a tour of the weekend. It took they took all that away, none of that's anymore. Wow. You now I host every year. I host because it was like y'all gonna come here. We're gonna show you a good time. We're gonna show. Like, it was like a recruiting visit. Let's go. Let's take you to all the parties. You know. And then like it's cold as hell. You didn't realize it was cold up here. You got up here. You know? but, I'm still friends with a lot of those guys who came up here and uh, stayed with me. But again, um, you guys went to Blacks College. I, I don't. I can't speak from. That perspective but i can speak from if it's keeping the black colleges surviving and thriving with money coming in you, we gotta keep them around we gotta keep them around this is business this is business out here take your personal feelings out of it it's business mm-hmm. you know and i know we all strive to be like this is black this is ours but shit I, y'all know the, the current events ain't nothing ours really shit we just here. <laughs> we just here. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we can't even go to the capital without getting frisked down. Shit, but they can go. Probably. I mean, I don't want going about my preacher. But don't don't even get
0: me started on that. <laughs>
3: but you get, but you get what I'm saying. So I just, I, I like your content. I like those two episodes. Y'all had me. Y'all had my head spinning. I, had, I had to listen to the first one about the kissing thing twice. I was like, let me. <laughs> I, I take my son to school. Take my son to my parents' house every morning, so I have time like an hour just to just listen. And I like to listen to you guys once a week. Uh, see plan do you know other episodes in the morning time because that's where I get a lot of my thoughts when I'm in the car. So let me oh let me give a real quick shout out the Purple Charm Experience. You gotta check her out. She bad. She's, okay. okay. she's bad. She's in the she's bad And She okay. I mean she the Purple Charm Experience. She got some stuff man. And okay. she okay. sister okay. that okay. man. I'm go ahead go ahead. But she's she's good and. Charlie, who else? Hold up, before I before I get off this mic, real quick, because I know they're gonna be mad at me if I don't say it. <laughs> you know how P, you know how we are. You know how we are. Why are you <laughs> even shouting oh, me I out? You not the collective out, man. <laughs> so my man, my name Nick Burr, uh, MPO for motivational purposes only. There's our videos? Double T again. Why not me? Lisa, not your average mother runner. Uh, she's around you uh, and Maya. I pretty pretty on purpose. You guys probably seen them. The three sisters are doing that thing. And see plan do show again. We got a couple more coming on that we ain't. We ain't but again, thank you so much. This has been a blessing. I, I hear my kid upstairs screaming like, I'm, the bed, I'm, the I'm past my damn curfew. We've been on this damn thing too long." But I love speaking with educated brothers. This is like a mental. Like, this is to me better than getting drunk on a Friday night. Is talking, with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Course, Knowing man, you all guys, rather right. right. just talking with you guys on social media, but now having this religion. But I want people to go away from this. You're not gonna be a millionaire overnight doing podcasting. Mm-hmm. Just because you got a 10,000 followers, if you got 10,000 followers, you should have a sponsorship by Pepsi tomorrow that mm-hmm. 10,000 people listening to your going to week. That ain't happening. Okay, so let's not lie to people about what you got going on. Keep on being consistent. That's the name of my group. Consistency is key. If you don't come out every week, then you need to educate your audience. I come out every other week. Mm-hmm. Just well, be consistent. And that's what people want. Because guess what? As soon as you're not consistent, they go to the next podcast and you're done.
1: Word. Church. Listen, hey. man, it, that's, this has that's, been
2: that's iceberg right there. Th-
1: this has been a dope, dope episode. And I'm sure you know I could speak for Brandon and Quan and saying that, man. We really, really appreciate you, Aaron. Yeah. I've been yeah, a long man. time coming. And of course, this won't be the last time we do this. So check out. We want to make sure, man, that you you checking out the No Picks After Dark podcast and all of the work that they're doing over there, man. We also want to make sure you know you check out the you know the Baltimore Collective.
3: Did, did Charm, I say that right? Char- Charm City, Charm City, C three baby, like, like not the Carter right. three, but C three, C three, C three media, Charm City Collective uh, Media. You gotta check it, check that out. Follow the page. I'm um, on No Picks After Dark on 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 Insta, No Picks After Dark Pod on. On Twitter, I hate social media, just to tell you that. <laughs> um, I really do. And Facebook, No picture Dark Podcast, all that good stuff. God bless y'all. I want everybody to understand. Listen to these brothers, support these brothers. Hey, so you don't got to support me, but support whoever's on my shows. Support whatever, because guess what? We need all of us to come in together. It's not about Joe Button. It's not about how much money he getting. He lying. He 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 he. <laughs> up. I'm gonna be controversial because I heard y'all episode. I'm but shit, if I get they gave me that much money, I'm out. I'm getting them paid, y'all. Sorry, would oh, yeah. that money.
1: I would have I would that too. But that's a whole yeah, other. Yeah. We, we're gonna keep that for part two.
3: But yeah, that's man, sure. and Aaron, right.
1: Aaron said, check him out, man. Check us out, man. On Twitter at OTR underscore Pod. You can find our personal Twitter handles there. We follow back as long as you ain't knowing that shit. You know, follow us on Facebook and Insta- Facebook and Instagram at OTR underscore podcast and subscribe to our Twitter page. I'm sorry, our YouTube page at Off the Record Podcast. Man, listen, this was a great one. Of course, we could have keep we could have keep we could have kept going with this one because you know when you get to start to talking with good people, man, it's hard to stop. So yeah, look, man, Absolutely. Aaron. Keep killing it. Keep putting on for the city, man. Keep putting on for us. We gonna get. We gonna connect again, of course, man. Again, we appreciate it. We out, people. We love y'all.
0: Peace. Peace.